Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here with you flying solo this week, season two, episode 23 of Friday, June 12th, 2020. So this week we're going to be talking about Lollapalooza and Coachella officially canceling for this year's events. Offstage with DWP and Download Festival virtual festivals happening this weekend. Metallica surprises a healthcare worker and announces their new box set. Third Man Records to release a rare Stooges show. New solo albums on the way from John Frusciante and Tommy Lee. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum opens on Monday. And we'll talk about Mark Hoppus and a bunch of other uh, musicians that have dropped full-tone pedal products due to some recent comments. Plus, on this day of music history trivia, weekly WTF and more. New albums out today, June 12th, 2020, from Boney James, Built to Spill. They're doing, actually, a very cool cover album. It says, Built to Spill plays the songs of Daniel Johnston. So that's out today. That sounds really cool. Johnny Beth, uh, Larkin Poe, Nora Jones has a new album called Pick Me Up Off the Floor. Pop Smoke and Steven Wilson also have new music out today. All right, so kicking off the news this week, unfortunately, with tour news, uh, some more cancellations as Lollapalooza and Coachella have officially canceled their events for 2021. Coachella, I kind of saw coming because I was like, you know, they tried to reschedule it for October. Normally it takes place in April. Uh, But Lollapalooza is a bummer. Uh, that was, of course, going to be happening in Chicago um, in the month of August. So it's not happening. But here's a silver lining. They made a statement which says, quote, rest assured, we will be working hard behind the scenes to deliver Chicago a spectacular celebration of Lollapalooza's 30th anniversary in the summer of 2021. And we can't wait to celebrate with you. They say to keep July 30th through August 2nd. Uh, on your calendars as we honor the tradition by bringing Chicago, the world together around our common bond of community, civic engagement, and of course, live uh, music. They're going to have a virtual uh, event that will include performances from around the city and beyond, archival sets from Chicago. So make sure you guys check that out the weekend of July 30th, August 2nd, uh, Lollapalooza doing a virtual festival. Very cool. Uh, Coachella, on the other hand, uh, it is one of the first major music events to be postponed in the wake of COVID-19. I remember when they postponed it in the beginning of of March. And man, I just, you know, I can't believe all these major events are not happening at all. The festival may return in limited capacity format in April 2021. They say with a 60% capacity or perhaps as a full-fledged Coachella experience in October of 2021. So I don't know. That sounds like they're trying to play both sides of the field there. Whether any of this year's planned lineup, which included headliners Rage Against the Machine, Travis Scott, Frank Ocean, are they going to be coming back? We don't know. Um, So I don't know. 60% capacity, that'd be pretty lame for um, it would be a mess on the ticket side. Imagine at Coachella tickets are hard enough to get. Imagine if it was 60% capacity. Those are going to be even way harder to get. And then if you're a musician, uh, you, you want as many people to play in front of you as possible. You don't want some, you know, piddly crowd out there. So 
I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work or not. We'll have to see and wait till next year on that. Unfortunately, those major festivals have been canceled for this year. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is set to reopen on Monday. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland has been dark since it was closed back on March 14th, and it now will be open from 11 to 5 with limited spaces uh, for specific time slots. It's hoping to operate safely at 50% capacity. Uh, the 35th Annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony has been rescheduled, guys, for November 7th at Cleveland's Public Hall with the event airing live on HBO at 8 p.m. Eastern time on that day. Uh, this year's inductees include Doobie Brothers, Nine Inch Nails, Depeche Mode, T-Rex, and more. Bruce Springsteen's manager, producer John Landau, along with music mogul and Eagles manager Irving Azoff, will both receive the Amit Ertgun Award. So there you go. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre, on that dusty trail it's better be something that's made from the heart and when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears know that ball jack is there with you hell yeah america ball jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863 you're goddamn right don't leave your dusty trail mate hanging Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. Uh, all right, more rock news this week. Metallica kicking off their new on, or excuse me, Metallica will be kicking off a new online series called Offstage with DWP that will feature never before seen festival performances interviews, exclusive acoustic performances, and more, all from concert organizer Danny Wimmer Presents. Uh, For everyone that's listening across the nation, I'm sure he has one of those uh, festivals in your area. He does Rock on the Range. He does Sonic Temple. um, He does uh, Aftershock out here for us on the West Coast. Uh, So he's going to be featuring performance from all those festivals, and Metallica's kicking it off tonight, Friday night, June 12th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard, Metallica's full-length headlining set from May 2017's Rock on the Range event in Columbus. You can watch that tonight. And then this weekend, you can see Foo Fighters' headlining set from Sonic Temple 2019, Rise Against, Hailstorm, Pretty Reckless, and more. So make sure you guys check that out this weekend offstage with DWP. Jack White's Third Man Records is going to be releasing a rare live Stooges show. It's their infamous August 8, 1970 gig at Michigan's Goose Lake Festival. This was the final performance by the Legendary Act's original lineup and featured a full album performance of their classic 1970 LP, Funhouse. The arrival of Live at Goose Lake, August 8, 1970, will also mark the concert's 50th anniversary. Third Man stated about the release, quote, not only is this the last ever performance of the original Godhead Stooges lineup, but it is the only known soundboard recording of said lineup. The raucous gig featured the lineup of Iggy Pop, guitarist Ron Ashton, drummer Scott Ashton, and for the final time, bassist Dave Alexander. According to legend, Alexander was deemed too drunk to play and allegedly stood on stage without touching his instrument. Pop dismissed Alexander from the Stooges after the show. That was the legend that everybody heard. But the soundboard recording, which Third Man says was found buried in a basement of a Michigan farmhouse, rewrites the myth of Alexander's exit altogether. 
proving that the bassist did perform during the show and manages to hold his own throughout. So there you go. That's kind of interesting. The restored and remastered live at Goose Lake August 8th, 1970 show is available to pre-order now on CD and vinyl via Third Man Records. There will also be a limited edition color variance as well, so check that out. Chili Peppers guitarist John Frusciante has released a new six-song LP under the name Trick Finger, and it's called She Smiles Down Because She Presses the Button. The disc comes less than two months after his last solo outing, Look Down, See Us. So there you go if you're interested in that. Pearl Jam's actually going to be doing something kind of interesting. You remember that 1998 video they had? It was called Do the Evolution. Well, now it's the subject of a new book called Pearl Jam, Art of Do the Evolution. It's a 200-page, full-color, hardcover book revealing the full story behind the creation of the clip, which was all animated and Pearl Jam's first music video in six years. It was directed by comics legend and Spawn creator Todd McFarlane, along with Batman, the animated series animator Kevin Altieri. So that's pretty cool. It includes animation cells from the video, never-before-seen storyboards and designs for the Pearl Jam fan. Definitely check that one out. More solo stuff coming from Motley Crue's Tommy Lee. He has announced a new solo album, and it's called Andro. It's going to be coming out on October 16th. He has unveiled two singles from the effort called Knock Me Down and Tops with both clips directed by Limp Biscuit frontman Fred Durst. Yeah, he directs music videos and movies now. The first song features rapper Killvane, while the second includes South Africa's Push Push. Other guests on the record include Buck Cherry frontman Josh Todd, rock star supernova singer uh, Lucas Rossi, rapper and fashion stylist Brooke Candy, and others. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, man. That sounds like a hot mess to me. Uh, But Tommy Lee definitely has some diverse musical tastes. Uh, If you're a fan, make sure you check it out. It's definitely going to be something different. Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crows' eggs, uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know. And it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that, I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk, so. Thank you, crow milk. Uh, All right, some Def Leppard new stuff is coming out. Apparently, a bunch of rare outtakes that have been collecting dust on a shelf. Joe Elliott said in a recent interview, quote, We've got a lot of historical stuff that's kind of been sat on the shelves gathering dust that we're starting to dust down now and say, now's the time to start tidying this lot up. So there's a lot of current work going on right now. Whether writing new stuff or tidying up old stuff, one day we will make another record and it will be a furthering of our story, end quote. So there you go. Staying busy, Def Leppard going to be releasing some outtakes and possibly working on some new music. 
Uh, some more Metallica news as Metallica's Lars Ulrich surprised on Jimmy Kimmel Live a Long Island nurse and a Metallica fan, Tracy Bednar, during the host's Healthcare Heroes segment. He's been getting a lot of different people in the music industry to surprise different people uh, as he Jimmy Kimmel does a call to thank them, you know, for their healthcare work and their service during this time. And then uh, the the surprise um, Zoom bomb comes in from a celebrity, and this week it was Lars Ulrich, and uh, she was shocked. She was delighted to see him join the call, who promised her the first signed copy of the brand new SM2 set, which is the uh, S&M release that they did it um, 20 years earlier. You know, they did the original S&M. Well, 20 years later, they did the new one, S&M2, and that leads me to my next story. The Metallica will be releasing that new box set. Uh, that's going to be a pretty cool box set. Uh, it's going to be from their SM2 recordings of the two nights in San Francisco where they uh, recorded all those tracks. So that's going to be coming out on vinyl. So there you go. Uh, more rock news. It looks like Creed might be re- reuniting next year. That's right. Uh, with all this year's uh, crazy stuff going on, it's no surprise that Creed, out of nowhere, uh, updated their profile picture on Facebook. And it's been the first time in a long time. It was an old group shot, too. So it was one of the first original shots of the band from the early 2000s. They changed their Facebook profile page uh, photo to that photo. So a lot of people are like, hey, what's up with that? Are they hinting back? Maybe the original Creed album going to celebrate it. Scott Stapp's been doing really well as far as recovery goes. He's turned new leaf, so maybe it's all good signs for Creed. We'll have to see. Uh, very cool thing that's happening. A lot of these bands are collaborating these days in this um, COVID-19 stuff that's going on. And there's this Corona session series, which is uh, the guitarist from the band Cold, this guy Nick Coyle. And he knows a lot of people in the industry. He's been getting a lot of friends of his to do different tracks. So past and pem- uh, present members of some of these bands uh, recently collaborated on his latest track, which is a cover of Temple of the Dogs, Hunger Strike. So he got... Uh, uh, Crowbot's Brandon Yeagley on vocals, Breaking Benjamin members Aaron Fink on guitar and Chad Seliga on drums, and Crowbot's Chris, uh, Chris Bishop on guitar, as well as Candlebox's Brian Quinn and Adam Curry on acoustic guitar and bass. So that's pretty cool. There's about six or seven guys on there. They all recorded it remotely. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And of course, all the proceeds of the track, if you wanted to download it, uh, go to help uh, the nurses on the front line. So very cool. Uh, This was kind of a crazy story as Blink-182's Mark Hoppus kind of led the charge on this. Uh, Full Tone, so they make these pedals, you know, Full Tone pedals. This guy um, who founded the company is Mike Fuller. He's the one of the guys. He went on this kind of social uh, media tirade about all the stuff that's going on right now. I won't spare you the details on that, or I will spare you the details. You can read it on your own accord but basically uh, a lot of musicians who use his pedals were kind of upset about it guitar center announced quote we are no longer doing business with full tone and are moving quickly to remove all full tone products from our stores and websites so once that happened then we got guys like jason isbell indigo girls amy ray as well as mark hoppus from blink 182 Uh, saying that they're going to give them away to charity and not support that business anymore. Pretty crazy, right? Uh, Very polarizing times. New York City, 1929. The air is thick with crime, dirt, grit, and passion. He walks alone. You know that, Jack? With a side. But 
Who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy! Who walks alone? This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. Yeah, detective? I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase, giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll say that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boss? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. Or as Hamburger Man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? We wait, henchmen. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder. That's why I fight Greasy. Tiddly Sweeney Do as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberback as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face. The Reckoning. Um, All right. Uh, This week in music history trivia, guys, let's move on to this. On this week, in 2013, after 35 years, the original members of this band finally release a new album. It's their first record since 1978. What, what, What band was it on this day in 2013? Was it A, The Stooges, B, Black Sabbath, or C, Pink Floyd? After 35 years, finally put out a new album. Who do you think it was? It was Black Sabbath. They released their new album, 13, on this day in 2013. It's the first Sabbath record since 1978's Never Say Die to feature Ozzy, Tony Iommi, and bassist Geezer Butler, although founding drummer Bill Ward sits out on the reunion over contractual issues. Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a mess. I remember when all that happened. It was really sad. Uh, also on this week in music history trivia... A wild one on this day in 1995. This musician is hospitalized in Seattle after passing out (laughs) mid-flight. Apparently, the musician supposedly had a reaction to prescription medicine. Uh, They were on their way to a show. What, uh, What musician was it? Was it A, Eddie Vedder, B, David Bowie, or C, Courtney Love? Passing out on a flight, supposedly reaction to prescription medication. Who do you think it was? 
It was actually Courtney Love, hospitalized in Seattle after passing out mid-flight. She had a reaction to prescription medicine. She previously had become ill at a hotel in Beverly Hills where she took too many prescription drugs at the time. So, yeah, that was a mess, man. When she was uh, after Kurt's death, uh, it was just a downward spiral for her. All right, some more news around the world. Movie, TV, entertainment news this week. California reopening theaters. Pretty crazy. Uh, The movie theaters in the country's top market, California, will begin reopening with social distancing measures in place. It's unclear whether New York theaters, the second biggest market in the country, will be allowed to open. Not sure how they're going to really enforce that. Like, hey, you can't sit there. You're too close to that guy. Uh, You need to get up and move. Or they're going to sell limited amount of tickets. I don't know. Um, But it's all happening this weekend. Actually, tomorrow. Or no, today, June 12th. That's today. So it's happening. uh, No, no. Yeah. So there you go. Check it out if you guys want to go check out the movies. Uh, And speaking of that, Bill and Ted are back. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter set to reprise their roles as Ted Theodore Logan and William S. Preston Esquire. In a trip through time in their phone booth once again, a trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music dropped on Tuesday. I I watched it. I got to be honest with you guys. I I was hoping it would be cool and I'd be like, yeah, this is going to be fun and funny and it looked like shit to me, man. That Bill and Ted trailer, holy moly. It just... It looked like Keanu Reeves can't do the voice anymore. Um, it just, it, it, I don't know. Some of the jokes were like they fell flat. Um, I like the premise of it, but I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off. I guess I just got to give it a watch. Netflix has announced Black Lives Matter collection that will be launching today, including Spike Lee's new one, The Five Bloods, which is coming out today. I can't wait to watch that. That looks actually really, really good. I want to see that one. Also, Ava DuVernay's 13th, And When They See Us, Mudbound, Orange is the New Black, Dear White People, and Barry Jenkins' Moonlight. Moonlight was really good. I, I remember watching that after it won the Grammy, or Grammy, uh, the Oscar that year. That was a good one. Among others, Netflix announced a decision uh, just this week, and it debuts today. So there you go. Bill Murray's son was arrested this week for assault and battery against a police officer. According to reports, 27-year-old Caleb Murray was cuffed after taking part in a largely peaceful protest in Martha's Vineyard in California. He was first charged with disorderly conduct and destruction of property after allegedly throwing a rock through a car window after the owner punched a protester, reporters claim. Uh, crazy stuff, man. Bill Murray's son getting getting out there scrapping in the uh in the protest crazy hey chris what's up you know what charles don't even go there not without my coffee oh wow chris what happened to your ever so polite and upbeat demeanor shove it up your ass charles your big fat ugly pompous face hole jerk turpentine mouth whoa 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 chris you know what buddy i know what you need what's that potato breath guilt reach right into my sack Right there. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Pull out the can. What in the ninth level is this? It's a cold, refreshing can of a little something called Ball Jack. They're a vitalizing energy drink that'll kickstart your day with a little something called pizzazz. Pizzazz? Yeah, otherwise known as a combination of yellow 5-6 and a little known and regulated yellow number 16. All good things. Drink up! Hey, I feel better already. Of course you do, because Ball Jack is the key to morning success with a patented blend of caffeine, taurine, ginkgo biloba, and actual tears. You'll punch the day in the face and get pumped up like you swallowed jet fuel. Well, is it good for you? Define good. And Ball Jack is full of a little something we all know and love called energy crystals. Oh, 
energy crystals like sugar? Sure, it's your party, Chris. So, what do you say to life now? Look out, Betty. I'm jam-packed full of pizzazz. Woo! Good. Go get them, Buster, and watch out for cops. Huh? Balljack, located at most retail chicken feed stores. Uh, some good news this week. Bored Americans are buying more bicycles. The pandemic has devastated many industries, but it's actually boosted the bicycling business. NDP Market Research says that after years of lackluster and declining sales, overall bicycle sales, get this, surged by 35% to $1.3 billion in the first three months of 2020 compared to the first quarter of last year. Bike sales even increased in areas where movement restrictions weren't as tight due to shutdowns of those non-essential businesses. They say, you know, it's because the risk of transmitting the virus while biking is low, riding is compliant with social distancing guidelines, and it can also be a family group activity. And I got to say, I've been seeing a lot more of uh, bikers on the trail when we go on our walks on the weekend. So that's a good thing. Also a good thing, San Francisco police will no longer respond to non-criminal calls that is part of their police reform plan. Officers will no longer respond to non-criminal calls such as disputes between neighbors, reports about homeless people, and school discipline interventions. On those kinds of calls, trained, unarmed professionals will be sent to limit unnecessary confrontation between police and the community. So there you go. The beginning of the reform has begun. And that does it for us on the Garage Rock Show podcast this week. Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show podcast, Facebook.com slash Garage Rock Show podcast, Twitter.com slash Garage Rock Show. All of our links are up on nine different platforms at thegaragerockshow.com. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores. We do appreciate it. Tell a friend who enjoys rock music. Say, hey, man, if you want to hear all the latest stuff every week, get filled in. Check out this podcast. We'd appreciate it. And you guys have a good rest of your weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com